0: This is the Block Hash Podcast. Hey guys, it is Wednesday, February 13th, one day before Valentine's Day. Wanted to get a quick podcast in here. Um, i got a few updates for you guys. I just got a shipment of XPass cards from PoonDX uh, that go with the XPOS devices. I've done a podcast on PundiX in the past, so if you guys are familiar with them, great. If you're not, the uh, well, PundiX produces a device called the XPOS, which is a merchant POS terminal that allows merchants to accept crypto such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance Coin, um, NPXS, which is Pundi's native coin. And they also use what's called an xpass card it's like a little card uh like a little credit card almost that you you put in your wallet you pull out and just tap and pay so i got like 100 of those that just came in so if you have an xpos or you want xpos and you're interested in the xpass card uh please let me know and i'll get some out to you and what else do i have going on i have I've been exploring crypto voxels quite a bit lately. I'm going to do a podcast on virtual land and VR probably next week. Um, I just see a massive opportunity there. I think economically there's going to be a lot of people moving towards VR as um, Oculus Quest is coming out in 2019, probably this spring. Um, it's going to drive a lot of e-commerce e-commerce, a lot of virtual commerce to these types of platforms, not just in uh, what Facebook's got with Oculus and Samsung VR and things like that. Um, and they're building their own platforms, but decentralized blockchain platforms like Decentraland, uh, like CryptoVoxels, which is the one I like, are going to allow you to buy, build on, and sell virtual land uh, without restrictions. Um, you'll be able to do whatever you want. And there's going to be a massive demand for that in terms of commerce. So I want to do a whole podcast on that going into depth. So I'll probably do that next week. Uh, The other thing I have going on is I'm doing an alt space event. My first alt space event in VR tomorrow, February 14th. So Valentine's Day at 8 p.m. So if any of you guys have an Oculus or if any of you have the ability to get into alt space um, in VR, you guys should definitely go check out that event. Um, just look for Block Hash under events; it's featured. Uh, you'll be find it. Should be able to find it pretty easily. Um, if it goes well, I'll probably do a bunch more. I think VR is a great platform to start having meetups and meetings and discussions. Uh, so hopefully that goes well tomorrow. Um, so that's it for the updates. But I want to do a podcast today based around the Lightning Network. There's been a lot of news lately around their developments um, and how that's going to change Bitcoin and there's a lot of cryptos out there a lot of third generation cryptos that I'm very confident in very bullish on that have a lot of potential but there's also the other side of the coin in terms of Bitcoin and the fact that it's very similar to all these other blockchains and the fact that it uses a blockchain so Anything these other blockchains are doing, Bitcoin can do if it has the proper protocol built on top of it. If it's using the right smart contract, or if it's using the right side chain. So to say that Bitcoin is going to fizzle out is incorrect. Bitcoin's going to evolve and adapt just like everybody else, and Bitcoin's going to take a massive leap with Lightning Network. Um, so that's why I want to talk about it today because it's going to not only blow away. Traditional legacy payment methods like Visa and MasterCard is also going to affect cryptos that we know are already very very good like Ripple uh, Ones that are very hyped up that have a huge future um, Like Ethereum or Cardano. I think there is a Possibility to see Bitcoin disrupt that or to see Bitcoin Bring interest back into the market because of something like Lightning Network. So I wanna explain what Lightning Network is to you guys, um, and how it works a little bit, and then what kind of implications will that have? So what is the Lightning Network? So the Lightning Network is a system of smart contracts built on top of the base Bitcoin blockchain that allows for fast, cheap payments directly between two different parties. So if Person A, Want to send Bitcoin to person B, they would form a smart contract in the form of a payment channel. That payment channel, uh, for as long as it's open, will allow you to send Bitcoin to person B through that payment channel off chain. And what does off chain mean? Off chain means that transactions not going to be directly recorded on the blockchain, it's going to be recorded off the blockchain. And the smart contract itself is what's going to be put on the blockchain. So that payment channel that now exists will be put on the blockchain. And that payment channel can hold a limitless amount of transactions. So you can see already how this is going to speed things up and make Bitcoin much, much better. Okay, so let's jump into how it works a little bit more. So the smart contract, like I said, through an off-chain payment channel created between an NDA and entity B, handles the transaction, Um, opening the payment channel, smart contract goes on the Bitcoin blockchain. Like I said, instead of the actual transaction, this allows a single open channel to process potentially a limitless amount of transactions per second. Um, Oh, and miners will validate the trans... I'm sorry, the miners usually validate the transaction, but in this case with Lightning Network, the miners instead would validate the signatures on the smart contract from entity A and entity B, or person A and person B, this smart contract and its balance sheet uh, represents the payment channel when it goes on the blockchain. And you can obviously guess that this reduces the load on the Bitcoin on the Bitcoin blockchain tremendously. So, stat-wise, Lightning Network has grown quite a bit in the last year. So it's at. 6,233 active nodes as of today, the last time I checked. And why is it growing so fast? Well, there's a massive demand for a fast Bitcoin with very low cost, uh, with fees that are less than a penny, uh, which is what the Lightning Network can provide. So, the fact that we're not gonna see 10, 20, $30 transaction fees is a good thing, but it's also gonna make it faster It's going to make it more reliable, and it's going to make it very, very competitive with other blockchain payment channels. Now, is this something that will be disruptive to Ethereum? Probably not, because Ethereum is doing a number of different things that are completely different than what Bitcoin is focused on, and that is remittance. What Bitcoin is going to affect is Ripple. What Bitcoin is going to affect is Dash. Real payment channels outside of Bitcoin, including Visa, especially Visa and MasterCard and uh, the swift system being able to send that many transactions per second for that cheap is going to be a very very big deal so there are a few developments as of lately around the lightning network a lot of you guys probably saw jack dorsey on the joe rogan experience podcast uh, talking about crypto a little bit talked about bitcoin a little bit and talked about twitter mostly but when he did talk about crypto and bitcoin he was very interested in it, and very supportive of it. And then I find out that the Square Cash app, which Dorsey runs, is going to implement the Lightning Network. That's a very, very big deal, because I might be completely unaware, but I think the Square Cash app is going to be the first um, public company to really integrate something like that for Bitcoin. And they already have a pretty big group of followers in terms of the Cash App, a lot of the same way like Venmo is very popular with a lot of millennials. The Square Cash App also has its place um, in terms of remittance and moving money around and paying for expenses and for those that are quite frankly unbanked. That's another big use for stuff like this because you can deposit your check right into the app and you don't need a bank account. Being able to implement Bitcoin, which they've already done, but implement the Lightning Network is going to make an app like that very, very valuable because there aren't going to be a lot of applications early on for the Lightning Network where you can use it. Right now, if you want to use it, you got to buy what's called a Casa Node, and it's like 300 bucks. It's plug and play, uh, it's very simple to set up, I'd say, about as hard as setting up. Uh, very good ant miner from Bitmain. It's not difficult. Plug and play. Um, it lets you run your own Lightning Network node. And you can pay other people using the Lightning Network node. It's kind of cool. I, I really need to get one. I've only heard about it and studied it. I haven't really tried it. But that's like the very early stages of what Lightning Network's going to help do and provide for Bitcoin. Lightning Network is going to provide so many different... Avenues for Bitcoin to grow, and will probably attach itself to other cryptos as well, and will probably elevate them. So, Lightning Network in general, I'm very very excited about. So, to end this podcast, let's do a quick comparison. So, um, Visa, Visa does about four thousand transactions per second. And Visa has roughly a max capacity of 65,000 transactions per second, okay? So let's say Visa goes to the max. They use 65,000 transactions per second. And Visa has failed. Visa has gone offline. Visa has been unreliable in the past. We all use Visa because it's easy, because we need a bank account, and it's easy to just get a debit or credit card and rely on Visa. This will change in the future, but... Let's just use it as an example, because I think just about everyone uses Visa. Bitcoin currently, and in the past, has seven transactions per second. Seven compared to 65,000 is a very, very big difference. That is part of the reason why Bitcoin historically has been very expensive in terms of its fees, and part of the reason why Bitcoin is, quite frankly, very slow and clunky. Now, after 10 years, you'd think Bitcoin is going to evolve, and it is going to evolve. When you implement the Lightning Network, Bitcoin goes from seven transactions per second to 500,000 to a million transactions per second. Those are accurate numbers. I can provide resources you want to see, any documentation from the Lightning Network on this. I've seen a lot of different numbers hundreds of thousands of transactions per second is probably the range you'll see and honestly these payment channels they might be pretty limitless in terms of how many bitcoins you can send through them how much bitcoin you can send through them before payment channel closes i don't know all the details on that all i know is that with the upgrade bitcoin's going to go from 7 transactions per second to as many as a few hundred thousand transactions per second. That blows away Visa. That blows away most legacy uh, remittance systems. It blows away Mastercard and American Express and I mean you name it. There's nothing that's going to be that fast. So this is very exciting. I think this is something to keep in mind as we head into the spring. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of chaos. A lot of stuff going on with venezuela there's a lot of stuff going on with brexit uh there's a there's government obviously here at home in the united states being shut down for a number of different reasons there are some bills in congress hr 56 and hr 528 uh relating to crypto that might go through hr 56 has already been passed by the house and voted on 528 is on its way and there's a very good chance that the token taxonomy act gets revived and put back into congress at some point uh, this year there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world we got some massive major debt issues to deal with I think bitcoin is poised to do very well right now Uh, despite all the negative stuff and all the possible black swan events I think the lightning network is going to be a big big positive for Bitcoin. I think it's going to be a big positive for other blockchains as they're trying to develop and handle everything that's going on um, on their blockchains uh, with Ethereum. Ethereum could utilize sidechains and Ethereum can utilize smart contracts better. They can grow. They have the Constantinople fort coming up. They got all this stuff going on. And this is going to be a very interesting year for crypto. And with Bitcoin having in 2020, I think I don't see us having a bear market anymore. I think we've hit our bottom. I think we found the real value for a lot of the stuff. And that should be exciting for all of you. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. I'll get on that VR and virtual land uh, podcast or might do a video and a podcast sometime next week. Uh, So stay tuned for that. Please subscribe on YouTube and follow on instagram facebook steam it and whatever else we got uh awesome thank you appreciate it have a good night guys see you next time